Welcome to the Don't Die podcast, sponsored by Aloe Treatment Centers. They're out in Malibu. They're in Silver Lake. It's a treatment center I started with some friends. We want you to get the right treatment, the right program for you, and stop dying. Stop dying, Chuck. Okay. I'm, I'm done with the dying. Oh, we haven't had a show for so long. No we haven't kidding. had a show for so long. The world is ending. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it, but I feel fine. Maybe REM will have a comeback over this. I would love to see them. Could play the coronavirus again. cause REM to have a comeback? <laughs> I think we should. Is that what it would take? <laughs> so we're right in the middle of the coronavirus. I went to Disneyland today. There was nobody there. It was fucking great. <laughs> I hope you touched all the handrails and licked all the drinking fountains. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been crazy stock market's crazy the coronavirus um you and i worked in treatment before all this before all, before all the internet before the seo and before the gold rush and the p gold rush and the patient brokering i worked in treatment before all that i'll work in treatment after all that there you, go. you know what i mean you go, you so take whatever. the good with the bad and keep moving on I might not live in as nice a house, but I will definitely be working in treatment. <laughs> yeah, I did see Home Home Depot's hiring, and I was thinking, you know, I really like the smell of fresh cut wood. Yeah. So it's been a rough couple of weeks, but um, but what can I say? My kids are healthy. I'm healthy. Everybody, we had a love supreme L.A. The old. Did you see on the Instagram? We had the ultimate L.A. family day together a couple of weeks ago. Like. Sam, my ex-wife, and her husband, Kevin, and Elvis, and me, and Chrissy, and Sid, and we were all out to lunch and went to the Bob Baker thing. I mean, that is about as fucking L.A. as you can get, brother. It's pretty modern family. Pretty cool. The the, the ex-wife and the wife getting along great. I mean, you know, it's... So how how was that Bob Baker marionette? Oh, I love it. It's so great. It's so great. You know... One of the things that technology's done is taken our children's childhood childhoods away. Is there a hissing in your headphones? Yeah. Mike Mart. There's a hissing Mike in the headphones. Mike Mart. Is that hissing? Got, yeah. You're not hearing it in your headphones? Then it's no. just in ours. Hold on. It's fine. Fuck it. Oh wait. Wait. No, I, I've I've got it too, so it wouldn't be your plug. Oh well. Yeah. Is, is it, it gone now? If you disconnect nope. the headphones, it goes away. <laughs> So if no, you're listening and answer. you've got a buzz, just turn it down, all the way down, and you know, it'll stop. I've been on so many different podcasts, uh, you know, the Skinny Confidential and Alexis's and uh, Dopey Dave and the Dopey Nation. This always happens, whether it's like a full-on production at a recording studio with Dr. Drew or it's just Mike with a laptop. <laughs> this, this happens every podcast. There's like something turned on or some light turned on. Whoa, you fixed it, Mike Mark. You fixed Mark. it, Mike. Whatever that was, that's it. Oh, great job, Mike Mark. Yay. But it's my microphone. So, um, so listen, so so all this chaos going on, but yet my life is relatively the same as it was before the chaos. Right, right. You know, it's it's funny because Mike was talking about the, the virus and everybody's been talking. I mean, it was funny a, a week ago with all the memes and stuff and the deniers and the people that are playing it way up and the people that are saying it's a hoax. I've got people on both sides of the argument and it's just like, I'm going to wash my hands and I'm going to be smart and I'm not going to be eating out as much, but I'm not going to spend my life locked up either or freaking out. And Well, I hate to be the uh, reality-based guy here, but I did speak to one of the leading researchers in the coronavirus. He's on the front line. He's the main guy. And he says... It's a it's a deadly virus. So uh-huh. are, so are many flus, but this the thing they're trying to figure out by really kind of dissecting what happened at the nursing home in Washington is why does it attack the elderly, right? Okay. And so one of the interesting things we were having this conversation today. One of the interesting things to me is. China's pretty healthy. Evan and Jared, my partners at Alder, they just went there and they were just amazed. Like that's that country functions. Hmm. There is no bullshit there. <laughs> there is nothing but bullshit here. <laughs> so America has the most co-occurring health issues. So people will have heart disease, diabetes, ah. 
and and be in their late 70s, early 80s. They're on nine different medicines. Those mm-hmm. are the vulnerable people. Okay. O- only nine? Yeah, nine different medicines. Well, the lady on the like... boat, she was holding them all up. Did you see it today? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't, but that, that makes sense. Here's an interesting thing. If you're doing your bucket list and you're going on a cruise because you have stage four cancer, if you get the coronavirus... Now, the interesting thing is, um, I have the, the damaged liver, the 19 on 25 scale. I think from those that have been listening since the inception of As Don't well Die, you should, yeah. I have, earned, well earned. I have a rotten liver. And so <laughs> my immune system, but, but what this doctor today said and Dr. Drew had said is, by having little kids and getting the flu all the time, that bodes well for me. It boosts my immune system, my mm-hmm. antibodies, and whatever. So we'll see. Good. Maybe I'll get it. But I'm not changing my life in any fucking way. I flew to South Carolina last week. People with the masks on. <laughs> people. I did yeah. wipe. I did wipe down my area with Clorox wipes. I didn't you do know, that. That's not a bad idea. Anytime. Anytime. Anyway, anytime yeah. I go to the grocery store, I use the wipes to wipe the cart because I don't know who was holding it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to touch your penis if that was the last thing. Well, you I know. Held. I pick my nose a lot. Your penis. Well, you know they. That, I don't care if people. Uh, touch their penises it's their noses chuck where is your mind it's in the gutter <laughs> it was just it was something i you read don't get somewhere the coronavirus from a penis <laughs> Damn, well then i that good then i don't have to worry <laughs> it's I'm picking your nose no blowing I, your nose wiping snot with your finger and okay then yeah it the on. mucus makes it makes yes. it more resistant not the, the to sperm your penis. does not the sperm <laughs> the sperm does not have coronavirus don't Ooh, be boy do i feel better penis. <laughs> so uh, the junkies are going to be more susceptible to it wait, because they're going to be. <laughs> just wait a minute, Chuck thinks that you can get the coronavirus from touching your penis. No, 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 no. But everybody goes to the bathroom and washes well, that's their pink hands. Eye. That's pink and the only eye. thing they touched was their penis. <laughs> penis but, but, but they're they're going to the bathroom and then singing a song and washing their hands for thirty seconds. So I said, "Does your penis have coronavirus?" And they said, "I don't think singing so." And I said, fucking, "That what? that's singing all you saw." Yeah, you got your penis. You got to you got to sing a, a twenty second song. No, let me tell you something. So I, I had I'm I like you, Chuck oh and I are on God. the same page here. Mike's on his first family. We've had two families. True. So I've been a father dealing with pink eye, the flu, snot, wiping things down for thirty four years. Come this November, right? Okay. I, all yep. the time that Elijah had pink eye. I never knew what it came from. And then when, when Elvis got it, when Elvis got it, he told me what it comes from. And I was like, that's not so, true, Elvis. Because you know no. when you know when you're in that age and like five or six where you love the word poop and you just yep. say poop all the time? He was in that stage and they said, you know, and he had gotten pink eyes. He said, you know, you get that from poop. And I said, stop it. <laughs> I was 50 years old and didn't know how you got pink so, eye. So, Chuck, did, been, you, did you tell Bug that you get it from touching your penis? No, <laughs> no but I told him it will fall off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> keep, no, my God. No, but, you know, he's, so he's, you know. He knows the, the pink eye comes from poop. He knows not to, not to touch his butt and touch his <laughs> eye. That's how I broke it down. So, so I know the pink eye is like thought to be this lesser thing, but it's the same concept. It's a pandemic. Washing your hands (laughs) on a regular basis throughout the day. Right now, here's the thing that we do know. The OCD people are not going to get no, no, the, 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 the coronavirus. I, I, I think it would be a great twist if only if OCD Howard people. Howard Stern, all the OCD people that wash their hands 50 Howie times Mandel, a day. The, Howie Mandel. They're not going to get it. Keith, Diane Keaton wearing her gloves constantly, not going to get it. No. But those that wipe our butts and are putting it in our eyes. <laughs> if you've ever and had pink eye, you're at the top of the list. <laughs> As an adult, you've gotten pink eye. You were definitely going to get this thing. I don't know. I, though I know a guy that said, "Dude," because he got it, and I go, "How do you? How does that happen to an adult?" And he said he was passed out, and his buddy no. farted on his face. No, that's a lie. That's what he said. That's not true. He said, he wow, said "Dude, that's see, that's story. fake news. It's more of what's going on." 
So, and then the real, the real catastrophic thing that happened today is the stock market. Like, I, I can't believe what just happened today. And, and hopefully it's going to rebound tomorrow. But, what, you know, I like it when... Well, it's going to do the dead cat bounce. But what you don't understand is, I, most of my life, I, you know, I've known how the economy works. My dad was a businessman. I kind of known since I was 8, 10 years old. Here's how the economy works. If the rich people suffer, the poor people don't have jobs. Right. So if you're rooting for the stock market to go down so Bernie Sanders can get elected like all of MSNBC is, good, good, lu good luck in three or four months when you can't find a job. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't understand. No, people are really rooting for it to go down, like get even with the rich people. Uh, it's fucking crazy. This country has lost its fucking mind, Chuck. That's the whole that's the whole idea of I can't win without someone else losing or we want to watch other people fail all the time and it's just it's, You know, the grading system is a fucked up deal. We're taught from an early age that somebody has to get the A and somebody has to get the F. When have you seen the rich people fail in your lifetime? <laughs> you know, that's that's <laughs> I told you, I think we've been around this tree where it's like there was a guy that told me when I was young, he goes, if you're going to build cabinets, build cabinets for yachts. He goes, just cater to the rich and you will always have an yeah, income. Yeah, I mean, so it's know. like they're, they're not going to be looking for new places to live. They're just going to have to sell a home. The, in the old days before this stupid way that W. Bush made the schools account for grades. Where they just the, get happy faces or yeah, sad faces. But <laughs> no, you the pass, fail, and testing all the time. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. That's what's ruined our schools. But that picture of him holding that baby was awesome. <laughs> I always looked at the margin lines. So if the difference between a B plus and an A minus was 79 out of 100 right and 81, I would always like, well, all I got to do is get 81. But if I get 79, that's not bad either. <laughs> then as my, as drugs took off in my life in 14, 15, I was looking more towards the 62, 61, 59. The Just CD, need to get the D. The Just CD, need to get the D. Right? Yeah. And they don't grade like that anymore. No. It's this, it's this pass, fail, pass the test so we can get federal funding. But so, so much is wrong with our society. I just spoke in South Carolina and, you know, it was all these strings of the opiate overdose death rate went up in 2019, mm. all across the nation. Shocked the shit out of me. Shocked the shit out of me. So no, no remittance on the death rate. That's crazy. No, and it's going up here so fast. The KD information that's coming out still. It's frightening how is, many people are dying. Because they're talking about the West Coast, like starting to lead the charge. They, they're thinking it's going to lead the charge. So anyways, the death rate's going up. We're, you know, I keep repeating it since all this media about the coronavirus. 136 addicts are going to die from drugs today. How many die of coronavirus? Why do we see 24 hours oh. a day coverage? And here's the thing. 82% of the people going to get coronavirus, going to have the flu for three or five days and pass and be fine. So that the people that have co-occurring health kind of concerns and age concerns, you know, one of the things, did you see my tweet about... My thing about the, are they going to cancel the presidential election? Because all the fucking people are so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, you put that Instagram. <laughs> like, yeah. let me get this straight, people. The youngest person running for president is Donald Trump. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Young. No, no. <laughs> makes you feel young. <laughs> no, it makes me feel like this country has fucking lost. All the millennials think they run it. Look at the three people running for president. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck what you think. <laughs> you don't even know what Medicare is. <laughs> but it works. <laughs> no, it's just Bernie it works, likes bro. it. Bernie likes it. They don't know what it is, but they want it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like swag to them. It's like swag. <laughs> I, that's what you really need to offer if you're running. Yeah. Full swag bag. Full swag bag. You get free healthcare, free education, a free car, just like Oprah Winfrey. Like, you yeah. get a car, too. It didn't work for Yang. Was it Yang? What was his name? Wang? $1,000 for everybody? Yeah. I think I think when you put a number on it, it's never going to be good enough. No, don't put a dollar amount on what the free shit they're going to get. It'll be you four them, digits, <laughs> though. Can, no, but you can give them a free T-shirt and a free bus pass 
and tell them you're going to get free medical and your your student debt's going to be erased and they'll vote for you. That's actually nothing. That's a bunch of promises <laughs> and a t-shirt. <laughs> but they'll vote for you. But if you say, listen, put me in the White House, I'll give you a thousand fucking dollars. And they're like, I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, Bernie said that, that he's going to raise the... The, the payroll tax on small business, 25 to 30%. It'll put a lot of small businesses out of, out of business. Well, I mean, he says a lot of things, but he's a lifetime politician. Listen, my thing about Bernie Sanders is, like, is he somebody new? I've known about him since 1979, when I was 18 years old. The I guy's like been peddling the same bullshit for 41 <laughs> years. <laughs> Ryan Gorman really likes him. I know he does because he's, he's a fucking commie. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't. That's not an insult. Ryan's like, yep. yep. I'm a commie, Socialist. but I want real communism. And this ain't it. This is multi billion dollar com communism, right? Like, uh, it's you don't just want crazy. communism, man. I mean, that's like, that's a repressive. No, I mean, it's just a deal. joke. Socialism, whatever you want to call it. It ain't never going to happen here. And you should have, you know, anybody that studies politics. My favorite guy in in my sobriety lifetime, which will be 24 years in a few days. Mm, congratulations, um, Bob. In, in that 24 years, there has been one person on the political uh stage that i loved and that was a guy named joe the plumber did you know about yeah. joe the plumber <laughs> yeah I did. did you I've know heard of him. about joe the plumber let me yeah. tell you about joe the plumber how dumb this motherfucker is <laughs> he wasn't a plumber <laughs> for one thing well, that's a he bad was name not a plumber. if you're not a plumber he was a plumber intern he wasn't in a union he didn't want what was the thing he didn't want he wanted mccain because he knew mccain wasn't gonna raise taxes and prevent him from becoming a millionaire he was joe the plumber <laughs> at best he's not that. gonna be a millionaire that was in the 90s even if he was in a union and at his own business he's not gonna be a millionaire mm, they make a lot of money a millionaire i don't know if he ran his own plumbing business he could be <laughs> Chuck trying to solve Joe the Plumber's none. Uh, <laughs> Dude, have you ever needed a plumber on a Sunday? Or, or <laughs> they, but, they make but, a killing. But <laughs> the crazy, the craziest thing is, but Obama, who was a strong supporter of unions, which would be plumbers, mm. was going to prevent him from becoming a millionaire. Huh. <laughs> It's just, it's just, you can't, you can't make this shit up. Now, wait, now, wait, you were into Jesse, remember when we were into Jesse Jackson, man. Jesse oh, Jackson I know. for president, man. We went to the rally in right. Berkeley. Everybody is a teenager at one time or another and believes in <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> and some people grow oh. up. And some people, you know just, like, and some people just stay that way till they're 80. Like Bernie. <laughs> remember, do you remember his speech made us cry, man, when he started talking about it? It doesn't take a man to have a baby. Baby. It takes a man to that, raise, raise a, a child. child. We just started crying. Yeah, that was like, that <laughs> was like a, tears that was, in our eyes. It was, it was heavy. And we were on crack, too, so that didn't. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes all the difference. But, you know, I just, I just be me. Like, listen, I know I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to vote for any of these three people. No, none of them are qualified to be president of the United States. Is the plumber guy going to be on the ticket? I if vote he is, for him. I'm voting. I'm voting vote for him. For him. <laughs> well, if, if I will vote for my local representatives. I will vote for just just like I did in 2016. I just left the presidential thing empty. Voted all the way down the line, both for both parties. Actually, you know, though, I have a question about that because you, I, I think, on one of your Instagram things. Because it wasn't Twitter, because I don't have Twitter. But you said something about that the tens of the millions of us that didn't vote, vote the last time are, yeah. are going to do it again. Biggest voting block in America. And, but isn't that how Trump got in? It is. I, you know, whatever. How, how has your life changed under Trump? Taxes suck this year. Oh, because you own a home? Do you own a home? I've owned a home That's for the last 11, for 11 That's, years. Yeah, George W. Bush conned you into that. No, no, this is the, this is the first... This is the first year that we haven't come out ahead. Is this the first time you've been fucked by a politician? Um, no, but I, but it, that's all I'm saying is that it's like with this is the first year where I've actually been talking to people in my in my demographic, and they fit our thing, and no one came out ahead this year as opposed to I mean it's not like I use the the government as a bank, 
but it is nice to get like fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars back without you know without playing games with exemptions right. and stuff, and to break even as opposed to getting that money back, it's just like oh well, that's a bummer. Yeah, Chuck got screwed on taxes. Yep. Well, so. everybody did in, in New Jersey. Anywhere that, that didn't vote for Trump. California, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You didn't know that? So maybe, maybe you I got to move to maybe, an opportunity maybe, zone. Maybe I need to vote for him so I can get my taxes no, back. No, you need to move to an opportunity zone that Jared Kushner set up. What the hell? The, 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 there's parts of Long Beach that are opportunity zones. Oh, I'll go to Long Beach. I've lived there before. I thoroughly enjoyed Long Beach. Yeah, look up opportunity zones. They're all over Southern California. So, um, so you get a tax break for living yeah, there? Yeah, a tax break for living in the opportunity zone, which is... Are there any in Orange County? Cause Long yeah, Beach is Long, Be- Long. Uh, Long Beach is Orange County, dude. <laughs> LA County, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Long, Long Beach being Orange let's County. Just settle, is, let's get some ground rules. Like, <laughs> listen, like, listen. Listen, Corpus Christi is still in Texas, even though it's down on the tip, Bob. It's still in Texas. Well, Long Beach, isn't part of Long Beach in Orange County? No. Isn't where the college is? <laughs> no. No, Where does Orange it, County it even begin? Does, it even does Seal Beach. Orange County starts Seal in Seal Beach is in Be- L.A. Oh, County? Huntington Beach. Sunset Beach, Seal Beach is all L.A. County. Sunset Beach is Huntington Beach now, though. It's been no, annexed. Well, then all annexed. those Republican been, people need to move out of Seal Beach into Huntington Beach. annexed yeah. to Huntington Beach, which nobody really wanted. I know, I know. We've got we've got houses there, and I really wish it wasn't Huntington Beach when it was when it was Sunset when it was Sunset Beach. It was such a cooler environment. It hasn't cleaned up any. It's just one of those places where you can get a ticket for next to nothing now. I got arrested there one time. Every time you talk about Sunset Beach, for one thing, Mike's dad lived there, but I got arrested. Because during the gas crisis of 76, 77, odds odds and evens, I used to siphon gas out of cars in that restaurant parking lot, that big lot, like a fish restaurant that's on the away from the ocean side of PCH, right in Sunset Beach, has a huge parking lot, big building. Like a fancy, you know, uh, uh, he was down there going to night moves. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Are you talking about Peter's Landing down there? Yes. I was siphoning gas out of there. I would just go in the parking lot. I'd take my little two and a half gallon thing. I'd suck it out. Oh, you used your mouth. What? That's not part of Sunset Beach. What is that? That is Huntington Beach. That's Huntington Harbor. It's always been Huntington Harbor. Oh, if you really? Got, if you would have got caught in Sunset Beach, that's probably Beach, why I went to the Huntington Beach jail. Yeah, back in the day, if you would have been, if you would have been across the highway doing that, you would have been L.A. County Sheriff. But so this is back in my Black Beauty days and Bacardi and Coke. Nice, right? Good so mix. I'm siphoning the gas. I see cops pull in. I walk away from the gas can. Walk away. I see them. They go down one set of driveways. I'm walking in between the cars away run across PCH, run to Sunset Beach, start jogging down to Jack in the Box. I get there. I have two tacos. Everything's fine. No cops. I stay there for 45 minutes. I walk back to my car. You know, I didn't even go get the gas can. I went back to my car, start it up, start to pull away. Cop cars from everywhere. Nice. Evading arrest. I don't know how I was evading arrest. They never told me to stop. Was those tacos? Doesn't matter. It was adding adding charges so they could play I'm with them later. Arrest. So Sunset Beach always been that. You know, you know what's interesting though. I, I met an old. There was an old guy and an old lady. They must have been like a thousand, and they were walking around in Sunset Beach. And this guy was telling me about how he's been in Sunset Beach since before it even had the landmass that it did before it was built up by the military. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't a natural, he goes. That's why it floods because it wasn't a natural landmass the way it is. It was like a one lane road, and that the, it was built up. Right, but, but it's it, so weird. They but dredged anyways. Huntington Harbor and they put all that in. They dred- Huntington Harbor is all man made. It used to be oh, a complete. It, com- it used to be a complete marsh when I was a kid. Well, that's what mm-hmm. Bolsa Chica is. So we're getting into the geography of Orange <laughs> County now yeah. on the Don't Die podcast, which goes all the way to Long Beach. Apparently, let's talk more about the death. So uh, I also spoke here at Pitzer College in um, Claremont a couple weeks ago. It was fantastic. It was fun. Um, we're opening an aloe. Um, outpatient building here in claremont maybe just looked at it, it today need to change it to ola it, it's gonna be uh it might be bob <laughs> forest center 
Hey, that's cool. not bad. BFC. If I was in, if I was truly a narcissist like Pete Weiss um, thinks I am. <laughs> oh my god! No, like, if I truly like Pete was, Weiss thinks I am. Thinks he didn't I finish am, the always, thought. No, I know what kind of a narcissist I am, and I I'm so uh, resistant to calling the place my name that that I'm not that kind of weird Orange County narcissist. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like a cool Silver Lake so version you, of so a narcissist. Like it's uncool. Say. It's uncool to me and my other narcissist friends to ever call the place your name but it is not trademarked for sure there's never been a bob forest treatment center does it have to say no. bob or can it just be I, forest there already no. is the forest center how fucked up is this country <sighs> That's did a, you say there's already forest house the i don't know there's the forest there, center i know there's forest lawn there's forest lawn too yeah, um, okay, you get a forest house. Are you going to be buried in the ground? I was just thinking about that. No. Are you, Mike? Um, uh, I don't really care what they do. I was thinking, well, here's they an evolution an, an evolution of thought about because I have insurance that pays for you to be buried or whatever. Um <laughs> I don't know. They, they the way they talk about it, it's like through AAA and they, I got life insurance, you know, for Sid and Elvis and Chrissy and uh and then they said, "Well, do you have whatever the term for the insurance to be buried? There's like a term for it. I have no it idea. It was the weirdest question. So I know you, you, this After is your life, life insurance. insurance. No, it, it's like to take care of your burial, whatever, right, insurance, right? right? Wow. And I said, well, hi, yeah, like how much is that? And they said, well, you could get 20000 or 10000 Or I said, you can't get a good funeral for 10000 I tried with my mom. <laughs> it was no good. <laughs> you got you to spend at least twenty grand on a funeral. So, so are you going to have a forest family so, plot? So now I was, thinking, I was thinking about it. Like, shouldn't I have a place? Because I'm going to go probably. I'm, I'm hoping that, like, if I can make it till Elvis is, like, 24 and Sid is 18... That's pretty good, right? So that's only yeah. like 14 years. If I can make it to that, <laughs> they're still going to be connected enough to me that they're going to want to go somewhere and talk to me, don't you think? I would yeah. think. So then I brought this up to Chrissy. She doesn't like talking about this stuff. And I said, should we talk to Elvis about it? And she's like, you should talk to Sam about that. And I said, well, I mean, so I'm going to bring it up in a weird way where I'm not going to say it's me. I'm going to say like, Hey, do you think it's cool like that there's a place where you can go see your grandpa and that's my dad or you can go see Hillel. We went and saw Hillel. So Beck has a grave uh, um, off the 101. And I, I'm going to see his feel about it because he does kind of like cemeteries. Hmm. So I'm thinking all this 35, 40 years I've been saying, just like what Mike says, just burn my body and throw it at the crossroads. Now I'm thinking I want a little thing that uh, people can go to. You can still have a memorial place or something without having to be, maybe you could get a nice uh, urn. <clears throat> like a nice bench somewhere. And like the reason a nice why I, I love talking about in this, the Hollywood Hills. I love talking about this shit because nobody talks about this shit. Everybody asks, acts like they're going to live forever. Like, it's crazy. You should think about, like, we're all going to die. Might be the coronavirus, might be my liver, might be a car accident, might be in a nursing home drooling on myself when I'm 90. But one day, I'm going to be going. I like ashes. When my brother passed 21 years ago, his, uh, his ashes is a, it's a cool thing, you know, because half of them went to the Redwoods, and they're up there where we used to go camping when we were kids. At one particular tree you can go yeah. to? yeah. I've heard that too. And then the other half, you my bury, mom and, you bury it down in the ground. You plant a tree, and then it grows and grows and grows. Well, you, there's that if you have if you have private property, or you can just do what we did and do an illegal scatter. Um, but the idea is uh, then then they have my mom and dad have half somewhere. It's not on display or anything grim. It was at their church for a long time, but so it's just one of those things where I I I, I don't. It's it's weird. I don't know about that that connection. I know my so, wife. My wife goes to her grandma's grave every once in a while because it's close to her work. I think it's just a neat thing to be able to go to a cemetery because it puts you in other well, thoughts. Me and, me and Mike used to go get drunk at cemeteries all the time, didn't Mike? We loved cemeteries. They're fantastic. He's, yeah, we did. Well, don't you want to be buried in one? Well, uh, can you get buried next to um, 
Uh, Marie LeBlanc, the, next to the uh, witch of New Orleans, I'd like to be buried near her. See, yeah. well, what's, what's her name? Can... What's her name? Mary. What's the what's the voodoo uh, woman in New Orleans? We went to her grave. Remember, Madame Le. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marie Levey. Yeah, exactly. Marie Levey. Levey. I want to be buried in that cemetery. Can you die in L.A. and they bring you to New Orleans? Of course, and bury you there. You can go anywhere sure. you want. Can you get it for twenty grand? Can you do that for twenty grand? You know, if you get if you if you get <laughs> if you get furnished, and then you could be shipped UPS there for next to nothing, and then they could put your urn in the ground next door. Okay, maybe that's it. Mike, would you want to be buried in that New Orleans cemetery that we went and got drunk in? It's also the cemetery where in Easy Rider, Dennis Hopper and and uh, and uh, uh, Fonda, Peter Fonda, go and take acid with Karen Black. Remember See, that? No. No, I don't. You never seen Easy Rider? No, I've never watched. What that the fuck, oh, Mike? What in the hell? I just rewatched that the other day. I just saw it the other day. That's so weird. I love the stills from it, dude. You've <laughs> never seen. Wait a minute. Let's just do a quiz. You ever seen Chinatown? No. Oh my god! Oh, shit. Have you ever seen the uh, Godfather Part Two? Yeah, that was horrible. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> Uh, this is this is a blatant this is a blatant hold on this is a blatant example that you're from orange county this is the best example of that you live in orange county you've never seen easy rider you've never wanted to see it no. What about Blue Velvet? You ever seen? Blue oh, yeah, Velvet? I love Blue Velvet. Oh, okay. see, that that's more I, I, modern. But the like, you seen Network? Have you seen Network? No. Oh my oh, god! I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take. I'm this not going to no, take it I, anymore. I, I've heard that quote. Shit. I thought that was Michael Douglas said yeah. that. No, it's Peter. Peter, whatever his name is, yeah, you don't he won the know Academy who? Award. Yeah. Have you seen Peter? Uh, who? Peter. Uh, what's the guy's name? Does Peter Peter Tork? No. <laughs> Have not, you seen Peter Bogdanovich? Uh, no, somebody, he's a he's uh, a he's, a, big, he's yeah. the greatest actor. William Holden's in it. Faye Dunaway's in it. Oh my God! That's, that's who I'm thinking of. And Peter William Holden. Let me tell you a story about a gal I was dating back in the '80s. Very attractive gal. Very attractive. Uh huh. And. You know, it was kind of known that she liked me, and then she had a boyfriend, and then they broke up, and then I was single, and so we went out. And we went to a nice dinner, and whatever, and seemed like things were going well. I, you know, I was a musician back then. Girls mm. like musicians. Cool. Back, back then. They don't like them now, but back then. So I go to her house. I don't know what's happening. I'm not, I wasn't one of those real, you know, I gotta have sex, I gotta have sex type of Neanderthals. But, so, but it seemed like that's, you know, seemed like a nice, it was going in the right, in a nice direction. It was headed that way. Yeah. And so then she went and said, um, I'm just going to, you know, whatever, go to her bedroom or bathroom or whatever. Right. And so I was looking through her records and books and movies. And they were awful choices in music mm. and books and movies, like really horrible choices. And, but, and she came out dressed very provocatively. I think they use huh. that term in the modern way. Yeah, they still <clears throat> use that. It kind of made me a little took my breath away. Like this is a little, this is a little, this is a little, this is a little aggressive. This is kind of what I wanted. This is a little aggressive, and I just couldn't because of the books and the movies and the records. Mm. And I am scraped out of there within thirty minutes, and never went out with her again. What movies does she like? She liked, this is in the 80s, like, you know, like Breakfast Club and that sort of thing. Breakfast Club is good. Oh, my God! Mike Mart, help me! <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> it's a kid's movie, no, Chuck! Oh, I saw it when I was a kid. That's why I liked it. I like the Goonies, too. But <laughs> well, that, I saw okay. that when I was a Chuck, kid, I too. Another, I got another question. I have saw Jaws. Seen, have you ever seen The Fisher King? No. Have you ever oh. seen Brazil? No. Oh! Wait, is that the one where the guys fall down the dam? No, those are boys from Brazil. <laughs> oh, you saw boys from Brazil. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what about this, Dead Poets So the Society? name of this podcast is All the Movies Chuck Has Never Seen. Oh, this, uh. we could do this for days. <laughs> you know how many movies I haven't seen? I don't watch a lot of movies. 
Movies are the what? way that yeah, but the, the classics that you, you got to shine the the new ones and just go right back, just go. Back. Nah, I just watch the same ones over and over. I'll go watch Heat again. I'll go watch Tombstone <sighs> again. Reassuring- I'll go watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest again. I'll go watch Clockwork Orange again. I'll go. I, I there, there's just like ten movies that I enjoy and I'm I'm comfortable. The rest are all documentaries. But there, but, there, but those a lot of those are are good choices. Clockwork Orange, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but. These movies I'm talking about, these are these are life affirming movies. So whenever I watch MSNBC or Fox and see all the bullshit that they talk about, it's a bunch of opinions and bullshit. I I have this point of reference of Patty Chayefsky and the movie network, and they predicted this in 1977. And I'm reassured that I'm not crazy. <laughs> that entertainment, that news is now entertainment. It's not news. You never learn anything. From watching the news, you get people's opinions of things that are non-factual, right? right? This the coronavirus being the best example. Peter Finch. Peter Finch. Peter Finch. Peter Finch. He looked it up. Did oh. you? Ah, he did. I'm using my computer. Oh, he googled it. He googled that. Oh my God, Peter Finch. He was so great. One of my favorite actors, Peter so Finch. So in the movie, in the movie, and this is all a. Pro, a, a a pred- it's a like a prog a, a prediction of what the future is going to be like in news because news is now entertainment and in it there's a sla like uh, uh, a terrorist organization right okay. and they cut a deal with the network to produce our shows every week of their violence and killing and blowing up and bank robbing okay so I think that's what's going on now. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I think that's what the whole presidential election is about. It's a reality show. It's bullshit. It's bullshit on top of bullshit. Like there, you know, anybody like does. I know there's a big resurgence of Biden, and I'm happy about that because I'm moderate. But the fact is, has anybody heard him speak? He's kind of not all there. <laughs> and if he's not, not all there, if he's not all there now, say he gets elected and he takes over in January, how much less there is he going to be in January? And because we do know that this sort of thing is progressive. And then two years into it, like he's going to be out to lunch. So they they take him they take him out back and they. They put him down, and they had let who was ever vice president. <laughs> no, step they in. don't. <laughs> you know that there was a president that was in a coma for for uh, almost a year, and they never told the American people. That's fantastic, right? That's true. I think it was Taft. Can you can you Google that, Mike? What's what that? American president was in a coma, and his wife did all the decision making? I don't have my. I'm using my computer. To record. So how did you know Peter Finch was the, the Academy Award? I just remember. Your oh, phone okay. doesn't have the Google. Okay. So, I don't know where my phone So, but there was a president. Be. I forget what it was. It was in the 20th century, so like 1920s or something. Let me get my And phone. he had a stroke. Might have been Woodrow Wilson. And they didn't tell the public, and they kept him in bed, and he was un- in a coma. And his wife just assumed the presidency, and she made all That's the decisions. Awesome. And did she do well? So, so, but now follow this. I love... Biden's wife. I would vote for her for president. Ah, so. So maybe, just maybe, this is all going to work out. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but right, she so is I'm sharp. President in a coma. Here, hold on. Let me see. That's a Smith thing. song, I think. President <laughs> in a coma. I know, I know. Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. There yeah. you and go. his wife did say his wife ran the country for like a year. What, 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 year, what, what year was that? That, 1918? Uh, 1919. 19. So that was before women were allowed to vote. Uh, but a woman was, was running the United States of America. <laughs> a year before the 19th Amendment. This is Amendment. the gray of society that and reality. That is fantastic. A, a year before they were allowed to vote, a woman was running the country. <laughs> Suck it. It was, it was Edith, Edith Wilson. Dude, Edith Wilson. Before the Civil War, there was a black man as a senator. <laughs> that, I, That's crazy. <laughs> People, wake up. Everything is not black <laughs> and white. <laughs> and cartoon like and down to seven second sound bites and you choose who you like and who you don't like every episode it's so boring to think like that i know but like howard dean went Rah! i know and, and he that went, cost him everything <laughs> <laughs> he's, been, yeah! he's a front, front runner and he, fucking, he was a little too tired <laughs> 
I think he might have. He's never admitted it. I think I think he was a little drunk. So what? I I kind of want a president who that, drinks. Well, this was back when presidents weren't supposed to drink, and then now I think like anything's possible after this election cycle i just can't wait to see what 2024 is like i mean literally you're gonna have ivanka trump running for president it's kind of ivanka trump (laughs) ivanka trump think about that people and she will probably win no they made an amendment i'm reading about it now they made an amendment uh, to the 20 the 25th amendment that says that it that if he is incapacitated, that I guess this was that after. was after this Woodrow was Wilson, <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah, decided, because the nineteenth well, was women voting. <laughs> so the, the vice president, the acting vice president. No, now she becomes. just she just was badass, and she said, "I'm in charge." And they, all the <laughs> dumb guys said, "Okay." I choose what he eats every day, anyhow. <laughs> who do you think? That's who do you think great, makes man. his dinner? <laughs> That's the reality of it. So. So anyways, 2024 is more exciting to me because Ivanka Trump is going to run for president and she's probably going to win. And that is just nuts. That is just <laughs> nuts. You have you still haven't seen Idiocracy yet. I've seen it a hundred times. <laughs> then then you know that this is all happening. Mike Judge. Yeah, that's that's the But the the problem in that movie is it's supposed to be happening in 20 2500 it's 2500 yeah 20 i know it's supposed to be in 500 years and he just got it off by when i lived in richmond i saw mike judge he lives there all the time he drives a pickup truck and he's part of the dumbing down of america here he is with beavis and butthead and then he turns around and criticizes the society (laughs) for being so stupid (laughs) well it's almost as if he's like uh, saying, you liked this dumb thing that I did and it made you dumber, so now I'm going to make fun of you for being does, so stupid. Does it make people dumber or does it meet them where they are? <laughs> I, think <it> notches <laughs> them. I think it notches them down I mean, one. because they used Maybe to... It, just think of it. So if you're dumb and you're, and you're catered <laughs> to with the lowest common denominator dumb shit, it must make you just a little teeny bit dumber, doesn't no, it? No dumber than pot. Because everybody thinks challenging pot's good. you. It's not challenging you. Pot, pot dumbs you down. Yeah, but I, I, you know, and and let me tell you this: the dumb people smoking pot. That, I don't think it's going to make them that much dumber. But <laughs> Beavis but, and Butthead is going to make them dumber. So I'm not saying it made them way dumber, <laughs> okay. but the Beavis and Butthead phenomena led to a dumbing down with the movie Dumb and Dumber. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I did not you, like that movie. You know, my judge like wrote, I did not like Dumb wrote, and Dumber. Wrote the Beavis and Butthead books too. There were the Beavis and Butthead books. Mike bought book. the books. Look at that. The doodle book. Speaking of <laughs> the Beavis and Butthead reading socks book. Oh my God! I wouldn't be bragging about knowing that there's a Beavis and Butthead book <laughs> oh, called Reading Socks. <laughs> You know, how does Mike know that? He didn't Google that. He didn't Google that, John. No, didn't. He didn't Google. He knew it. No, All right, I'm going to read you something, and I want you to tell me when this was written. This is crazy. I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's lifetime when the United States of America will be a service and information economy, when nearly all the key manufacturing industries will have slipped away to other countries, when awesome technology, technological powers will be in the hands of a very few, and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues at hand, when the people have lost the ability to set their own agenda and knowingly question their authorities, when clinching our crystals and nervously consulting horoscopes, our critical (laughs) faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true. Wow. Wow. What feels, unable to discern between what feels good and what's true. What Mm. feels good, Chuck, to hate Trump? What feels good, Trumpers, to hate Bernie? Mm. To hate liberals? To hate California? It feels good. As soon as I read that, I was like, we are there. So, so um, uh, uh, th- th- unable to distinguish between what feels good and what is true, we slide almost without even noticing back into superstition, prejudice, and darkness. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of sub- substantive content in the enormously influential media. 
Storytelling is lost to 30-second sound bites, now maybe down to 10 seconds. Lowest common denominator programming, credulous presentations on pseudoscience, superstition, and stupidity, a kind of a celebration of ignorance. When do you think that was written, and who Mm. do you think wrote it? Uh, I couldn't begin to guess. What decade do you think it was written? I'm hoping... I'm hoping it was recent, but I think no, from the way you're pre- the way you're presenting it, it, 90s. It was written in the 90s by um, Carl Sagan. Oh, the Carl great Sagan. Carl Sagan. Ah. I mean, he in that. I mean, that's that's the America we live in. I mean, mm-hmm. just. It, when I saw the feels good, people are too into was nihilistic feel good. Hatred feels good. Was, it's a primal feeling. Yeah. People love hating in this oh, country. Oh, and it creates tribes we can get with our own and get all pumped up because we're fighting them. Yeah, when them, and them is us. are us. Yeah. I know. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen in your life. So how do we get out of it? Um, well, I believe by little by little of people coming together and just talking. Just talking. Never happen. I think it is. I think it's going to happen. I think the majority of people that don't vote are the talkers. Human nature, man. Uh, You don't. Not voting is an act of rebellion. You got to understand that. The people. It's a. It's a conscious choice to not play into tribalism, right? And I take it a step further. I'm going to say, like like in 2016, I'm not going to vote for any of them. They're all. It's this is this is the best America has to lead it. These three fucking old white guys, you the best America has to leave. You don't want to get 10 million people to vote for you or something just as a protest vote as a, instead of no, a but, non-vote? Here's the thing. Kamala Harris, who I really liked, has a sense of humor, poised, educated, gets crucified for just following federal law, state law. Oh, she put too many people in jail. She was a fucking... <laughs> Prosecutor. <laughs> the, the prosecutor. No, That's we, her we job. Hire her to do. Yeah. She's, and, uh, by the way, endorsing Joe Biden. I'm sure they're all going to for fear of Bernie. I, I feel like Bernie is getting screwed. Again? I don't. Yeah, I, for sure. Worse I than the first time, I think. Because everybody's so focused on, we got to get, get Trump out, got to get Trump out. All this focus got to get Trump out is going to keep Trump right in there. That's what I think. Because nobody's addressing policy in any real substantive way. And people are going to say, oh, Hillary did. No, she didn't. She just took policies that were popular and she put it on her website, right? Mm-hmm. Bernie has no way of paying for Medicare for all, except for raise taxes on Ryan. So if Ryan in, in Don't Die, Wisconsin, <laughs> hey, buddy, hey, buddy, cough up another 10% so that people can get Medicare, if that's what you want to do. I don't want to do that. And that's my right as American. I don't want to do that. I don't think federal uh, supervision of entire healthcare system is the solution. I think universal healthcare is the goal, and how do we get there? That's what Biden talking point. But I said it first. I've been saying it since 2016. <laughs> he was too much of a pussy to run in 2016 because <laughs> his son died, right? The biggest bullshit story of all is that Joe Biden didn't run in 2016 because his son died. Right, oh, he no. was able to c- complete his task as vice president. Why didn't he resign? No, he didn't run because the Hillary Clinton and her machine were going to destroy him. Right, that's why, and I believe going to destroy him yeah. b- about things you're going to hear in the next seven months. I uh, no, I, I look, I look to you for information on that because that's not the. I don't talk about politics a lot with the people I hang out with. That's not what we talk about. It's more like like when you hang with your friends, you're probably, I don't know, maybe you talk about politics, maybe you don't. But I mean, I don't watch MSNBC. I don't watch Fox News. I, I try to do only local news to see what's going on in the, the area. And I talk about other things. We're talking about kids. We're talking about music. We're talking about what books we've read. Just very basic. I've had to pull back away from all the stuff. And I feel so much better than when I was caught up in the hysteria and everything that was happening in 2016 with the election and trying to, if, if everybody well, I'm, attacking what I'm everybody. Is, what you, all that anxiety that everyone had from November 7th, I believe it was, until now, was it fulfilled? No. No, but it keeps being blasted at you by the media as if it was fulfilled. 
that we're living in Nazi Germany. I mean, yeah. I started believing it. It's crazy. There's a few whack job fucking, even if, even if it's a million, one million versus 350 million. So there's mm -hmm. a one million racist idiots in the, the United States. Guess what there always has been. Probably, <laughs> probably just, there was two million. You just didn't know who they were. You have until, <laughs> and you have institutional racism that you're seeing against Asian Americans right now. Wait till, wait till the virus spreads everywhere. My prediction is that it's going to be everywhere, and most people are not going to be affected by it. And <laughs> I had a friend tell me that that it's a a that this strain of coronavirus that we haven't seen before. We saw it four years ago. Well, but the, this no, we didn't. The, the human body's never seen this virus. But, but yeah, but the, four years ago is coronavirus. It's it, been around okay. since the seventies, right? Okay, so it, it's but his, there was a slew of deaths. There was eighty thousand deaths in four it's years. It's his ago. theory that it was created here in a lab oh, and God. dropped dropped on China because they didn't agree to trades tra trade agreements and to, to help with and no so, it wasn't about wait, no it wasn't but, about but this is how stupid conspiracy i know so listen so then the plan was that we would lose one-fifth of our entire gains as a country's wealth from 2008 i know but that means in somebody one day put, in one day somebody put the idea out there and someone wanted to believe it stupid. enough to be angry enough to talk about how this is what you get when you do this, and this is what happens, and it's just like, God, would you please just slow down, spend some time with your kids, talk to your family, watch network, make watch uh, network, okay, watch uh, Chinatown. You know I, 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 yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> since we do this like every six months, I'm gonna put that on my list of things to do. If it's that important to you, it must be good. So I, I'll well, look into just, it. Well, it's just so reassuring that this was predictable. That that human beings are very predictable. And, and there are certain social norms, there's certain institutions, there's certain things that we all believe in, that in the last five years, we've decided we don't believe in them. And mm -hmm. I don't know where a society goes from there. That's what, that I, did you watch the thing on Kaczynski on Netflix? Oh, I heard about it, no. Uh, that was, his whole thing was the technology and how this just had to be stopped because it was going to be the ruin of of american civilization so that's why i was wondering if he was a sagan devotee because it was a very interesting story about a very intelligent man who went sideways and i don't i don't approve of blowing people up of course but i mean he was as idealistic and as willing he was down for his cause as much as well, anybody. Wait, here, here's an interesting thing so i've decided just like i always have i'm gonna live my life right it's not based on what trump tells me or what w tells me or what bernie tells me it's what i think so critical thinking, assessing of risk, right? I went to Disneyland today. You're right? crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm going to Coachella. If Coachella's happening, I'm going. I'll be glad a third of the people are scared to go because it'll be less crowded for when I see my man, Frank Ocean, on for Sunday night. Frank Ocean? I love him. Oh, my Wait God. Wait a second. What is that? It's the Crack Rock is his song that's just yeah, phenomenal? Yeah, yeah. He's good. He's so good. Thank God for the kids. They keep me in touch. And he's not obsessed with fame, and he doesn't give a fuck about money. You gotta love people. I didn't like know that. that Chance gave away all his music. Chance the yeah. rapper. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, just one album, not all of it. Well, yeah, but he was smart enough to just go hear this and then sell merch at ridiculous prices at shows. <laughs> smart man. No. And there's a cool thing I started watching on Peep that's on Netflix. Oh, it's sad though. I haven't gotten all the way through, but it's just like you can see how he's a great artist, little peep. He uh, was what, what a what a what a loss. interesting story so see, far. See, every snowflake, everyone is a snowflake, and every life is precious and all that. But when somebody like little peep dies, it's a voice of a generation that then can educate his generation, and they're lost just for no reason for some zanny bars. It's so tragic, right? It's mm -hmm. tragic that anybody dies, but but. We all, when Kobe Bryant died, the only thing I remember feeling like that was when John Lennon died. People were weeping in the streets. People were inconsolable. Like he was such a part of their lives. It's that and universal. It's John universal Lennon language. was like that. So to say that every human life is equally important, <laughs> and then, but then we celebrate these lives of John Lennon, Kobe Bryant, um, 
you know well uh, that was the hardest thing for people to do was remember there were seven other people on the helicopter well, they kept saying it. i went to the memorial they kept saying it every <laughs> I, time. I know they had to because at the beginning it was just well so, there was friends you was from orange county probably <laughs> kobe was from orange county wasn't is that he? crazy that kobe lived in orange county no Kind it's of, not. There's a lot of greatness crazy. in Orange County. He's the king of L.A. Uh, yeah, and he well, lived in Orange County. He chose to live where Livin's Well, goes. his wife's from Huntington Beach. <laughs> there you go. Did you know that? Yes, of course. She went to Marina, right? Marina That's where Mike High went. School. That's where Mike went. So I went to, I went to Marina. I went Mike to went to Huntington High. Oh, even better. Oh, my God. I got, I, oh, my God. Does, does, can life get any worse and crazier? I just my uh, don't say that. Well, Touch no, no, but I mean, just all the chaos that's been going on with the lawsuits and with the with the coronavirus and and all. Go ahead. What'd you get? A message. I, I just my I bounce, uh, my cell phone bill went through Chase account and it bounced because I didn't have enough money. In it. You know, I hate uh, that because I'm not going to be able to get the money in, and then at twelve o'clock they charge you the thirty five dollar fee. You can call so them, Bob, and they'll up. take it off. Have you ever done that? How yeah. does Mike Martin know that? Because I've done it a bunch. You call them and you say, "Look, man, I, you know, I want to," because they give you a few like gimmies. I Do guess. they? Yeah, they'll call them and they'll take it off of your bill. I just feel like if I don't put the money in by midnight, it? I des- chase. I I deserve yeah, the forty five dollars. Is yeah. it the ninth today? Yes. God damn it! Because that's what my cell phone is doing. You know, and, that's, and, and it's... And Wasn't it's, it just the fourth yesterday? It, it, no, it was five days ago. But <laughs> yesterday was very eight, close. <laughs> We're going to work on our uh, counting. But the... Uh, and also, technology did that. So I'm just sitting here loving talking to you guys. First time we've been together in like three weeks. And then a thing popped up on my phone and said, bounce check fee. Yeah. You're $225 overdrawn. Mm. No, fuck you. you ask ask him you know to take what, it off. You know what? Listen, fuck listen. technology. Banks, banks do this thing where they rearrange stuff, you know, and they, they can get in trouble for it. So if you call them and say, look, I think this was rearranged. To, I, rearranged? To yeah. I've known for nine years, uh, Mike, that it's on the night. <laughs> I know, but still, I, oh, Mike is saying lie to save $35. No, I'm just saying <laughs> call them on their bullshit because they do. They rearrange your deposits and your and what comes in and out. Well, I also love to it. To get the fee. Well, I you. noticed. Do you look at pay cycles? You do, don't you? Yeah. So I love it. The fi- I get paid on the 1st and the 15th. The 15th on a Sunday, so I get paid on Friday the 13th. Nice. Which is great, except for on the 27th when i run out of money yeah you're gonna get it way too early on the 13th but on the 27th it's really fucked when you gotta only put like 11 dollars worth of gas in have you ever been there they do this i don't know if you guys do it but i do it because a lot of times i don't know how much money is in my bank account in general like i know i got like 40 bucks or something then i I, just ask you then then (laughs) i get i get a notice below 50 dollars you're below 50 dollars so then if i'm below 50 dollars and i buy jamba juice and that's 14 i know i got i don't know how much but it's not much 36 so i just put it in the gas tank and i just turn it on and it shuts off when you're down to the penny do you know that (laughs) no i didn't how fucking great is that it's amazing and it protects their assets yeah. But if Wells Fargo, because I have a Wells Fargo account too, and the, and that's where I live my daily stuff on. If Wells Fargo was smart, they they let me get like five more. They let me fill it up and then charge me thirty five dollars for right. going over. You didn't have the money for this. Chargers. Wells Fargo's the one that got in trouble for rearranging deposits and to get, you know to get the fees from people. I mean, imagine if they imagine if they get thirty five dollars from you know two million people. That would be seventy million dollars. That's, like, that's, that's like thirty-two fifty it's a million lot of fucking money. That's why you call. Why up, am Mom. I doing math? You know, it's nine twenty on a Monday night, and it's a super moon, and Mercury's been in retrograde. All right, we'll get out of here. But let's uh. let's, let's tell the, the, all the all the dope addicts that are nodding out and touching their face. Don't touch your face; you'll get the coronavirus, man. Well, Just I, don't itch. Don't. I think the thing I'll take away from this podcast: do not touch your penis. Don't <laughs> touch your face. <laughs> Don't tell your kid. How many times do you think I've done that in my life? I'm 59 years old. I've probably done that 50 million times. Touching your penis is okay. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just, to get rid of of all the false news and fake news, you cannot get the coronavirus from touching your penis and then rubbing your nose. That's, 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 so Jeff, you're just going pee. 
and you're only touching you while you're in the bathroom, and you don't need to do no, that. No, but if somebody sneezes, unless you just somebody could on sneeze, face. somebody could sneeze on your penis. <laughs> oh, God. You I hate that. Oh, oh, that makes me so mad. I'll go, don't die, why did you sneeze? Especially from the penis disease. <laughs> how, about, how about, I was driving, I was right, driving goodbye. the other day, I was driving the other day, and Elvis sneezed, and I... I said, oh, my God, I just felt spit on the back of my head. And he's like, I put my arm over it. But he was like under here. Like <laughs> it went out under. He just puts his he just puts his arm up to act like he's doing That's it. True. Yeah. <laughs> and snot was on the back of my head. You got to tell him to do the vampire. Vampire, my friend. Ah. Everybody live long and prosper. Bye. <laughs>